Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Welcome to God Invention Radio with your host, Brian Freed. Welcome to God Invention Radio. I'm your host, Brian Freed, and tonight our guest is Akos John Cura. He's the international pitchman for many different products out there, and he recently wrote the Abra infomercial uh, that he wrote. And uh, we had Rhonda Shear on the show a couple weeks ago, and I know that Akos has quite a bit of uh, different types of products and projects that he's been on, and what better uh, person to tell us about it than Akos himself? Welcome to the show. Hello, Brian. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you for joining us. I know that you just uh, came off uh, a pretty long, uh, pretty long job. Oh, I did. I was on uh, the Home Shopping Network a couple of days ago and uh, had the Today Special, and it was a 24-hour marathon, but it was uh, quite exciting and. Uh, that was a great result. Uh, that's great. Congratulations. That was HSN in the U.S.? In the U.S., yes. Okay, super. All right, so I know that there's a lot of people out there that uh, know you and are familiar with you, and they're very excited to have you on our show tonight. Not only are you an international pitchman, but you also are an inventor, and you've had products that you've invented and you brought to market. Yes, we've had uh, many, many different products over the years. I've been doing it for over 20 years, and uh, we've had uh, some great ones and some not-so-great ones, but recently we've had uh, quite a good string of some successful uh, uh, patented inventions that have seen market and seen the light of day and uh, are being sold all over the world now. Fantastic, and we're going to get into all that uh, throughout the show. So if you could just get a little bit deeper into what actually uh, you do and uh, what you've done would be fantastic so right, the listeners sure. can hear it from you. I think I think one of the skills that uh, uh, people attribute to our team with is product development. We're a good product development team. Um, we have a good eye for recognizing um, uh, certain needs in the marketplace and developing the products for those needs. And uh, along with that um, comes the execution of the product development. It's not just enough to sort of come up with the idea, but it's also important to execute that idea and get it to market. And uh, I'm, I work with a fantastic team who uh, we work with uh, home shopping networks around the world, uh, in the United States and England and Germany and Japan and Canada. And uh, we also have a great retail team that uh, takes the, some of the products that make it to retail. So we're kind of nuts to bolts. We start right from the conception of the invention of the idea 
all the way through to where you see it on shelves all over the world. Oh, that's fantastic. How did you get started, ACOS? I got started. I was actually, it's a funny story, I was in the piano business. So I was uh, manufacturing pianos, and I had a chain of piano stores. And uh, many years ago, the piano business was starting to go south, and it was making it more and more difficult. So I decided to sell my piano business. And one of the last things that we did um, in the piano business was we reverted to trade shows. So we would go to these large consumer home shows and fairs, and we had these large corporate booths, 50 feet by 50 feet, where we had all these grand pianos and pianos in. So kind of our last resort was to direct to the consumer type of marketing. And of course, when I sold the piano business, I was left with all these contacts and leads in, the, in sort of these trade show business. So I picked up a couple of products and inventions that I had seen, and I thought, hey, why don't we uh, try to talk to customers directly, have them in front of us. They can ask questions. We get to know their response. We get to connect with them. And I guess we get to work out a pitch and a presentation to them. And so I started doing a lot of trade shows, um, coast to coast. I was in Canada mostly. And um, so after we got the trade show business, that developed into quite a you know, multi-million dollar type of uh, venture. And then I was approached by a couple of people who were putting products on television. Um, i never forget my first show. I was doing some knives, and a woman by the name of Rose Mann walked up to me and said, hey, listen, why don't you come do my knives on one of the shopping channels? And I went on there, I think, on a Tuesday afternoon, and uh, I sold out all these knives. And she approached me and said, hey, what are you doing Sunday? Well, I'm going to send you down to uh, uh, QVC in Philadelphia. They have a big kitchen show on Sunday from noon to 2, and can you sell the knives there? And... Uh, we started a string of sellouts in a row there, and I guess that's how we sort of crossed over into the live shopping world. And uh, so we had product development, live shopping, and of course it wasn't a big leap to get into infomercials. And we started doing infomercials, and from there we developed retail distribution systems and and logistics and the whole sort of back end that's necessary to take products from conception to final market. Wow, that's great. And now at this point you're more focused on being that international pitchman, right? Well, I do. Well, right now, of course, you only have so much time in your life. So, some of the products that I have invented, uh, you know, you're most passionate about. So, I guess uh, I spend a lot of my time uh, pitching um, those products uh, personally. So, I've been doing. Uh, a couple of days ago, I pitched uh, at uh, the Home Shopping Network in Florida. I have a, a patented product called. Uh, it's a patent pending on a product called Laundry Sheets and. And, uh, you know, in a few short hours, we sold over 50,000 of those. And uh, so, you know, I love doing it, and uh, and I, I'll do it as long as I can. That's excellent. Do you have any websites while the uh, listeners are, are out there uh, listening yeah. to the show to be able to go to? Yeah, we're working on a couple websites. Uh, one of them is uh, a website called My Cool Gadgets. Uh, we're just transitioning it to another platform today, and uh, it'll be up in a couple of days. Uh, it's called My Cool Gadgets. Our website's even grown up. Uh, it started off as one that I used to work on a simple, uh, um, you know, web development type of a model, and then, uh, of course, then we had to hand it over to some professionals. And now it's gotten so big, where we've just contracted a big company to take over the whole um, web execution for us. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, Ekos, there's inventors listening out there, and they hear what where you're coming from, and just the fact that you're an inventor with taking that idea and bringing it to market and then actually pitching it yourself uh, on the different uh, shopping networks and around the world. You have that experience. And then on the other side, you also have the experience of people kind of showing you or asking you to represent their products. 
So I'm sure that you're kind of pitched yourself quite often of different products, and you have to be selective. So what what do you think at this point? We're going to get into the whole lesson of what it takes and what what to do to bring your product to market. But what do you think it is that when somebody brings to you, what's that aha feeling that that gets to you? It it has to be. It's all in my point. It has to be demonstrable. If you don't. I call it a signature demonstration. If you can't develop a signature demonstration, something that you can do in a very short period of time and say like a 30 seconds, a minute uh, demonstrate, and something that doesn't leave uh, a tremendous impact to the viewer or the listener, where they say, but they remember you. I mean, I I look at all the greats like Billy Mays and uh, Sully and all these great guys who've done a great job in the past. And and all the young guys coming up, they always have a signature demonstration. I always say if you don't have a signature demonstration for your product, you might be one and done. Because the the world is a very competitive place, and you've got to really leave an impact. People have to stop watching you and remember that signature demonstration. It becomes kind of your signature, where they say, oh, I remember this guy. This is like I have one with an oil demonstration on uh, stain removers. And how many times have people walked up to me because they don't even remember my name, they don't remember the name of my product, but my gosh, they remember that oil demonstration because it's a signature demonstration. And that's, I think, I think you have to always have one. If, you know, if very, very frequently people come up to me and say, can you demonstrate this for me? And I look at it and I go, listen, there's no signature demonstration. I mean, the, the product owner is very passionate about it, but unless I can, unless I can uh, deliver that signature demonstration and have people remember it, you know, it's, it's probably best not to do it. Okay. Do you find that every product that's on TV or that you demonstrate is something that could just be kind of put on a, a retail shelf? Um, no, no. Um, uh, some products are very good at retail. Some products are self-explanatory. Um, I mean, I've got, had a couple products where they do tremendously well on television because you have a chance to demonstrate it to someone. Somebody gets it when they see you do it. But when it sits on a shelf in a box with a color picture on the front of it, sometimes that message of what it does and what I call my signature demonstration doesn't come through unless there's a video running next to it or, or unless there's enough television support in the form of a direct response uh, commercial or an infomercial where people have seen it so often and you can reach the tipping point of the brand awareness of that product. But then perhaps it comes off the shelf. But there's that early stage, uh, Brian, when you first put it on the shelf that you hold your breath because you've got to be at that tipping point or you've got to be, it's got to really stand out uh, for it to move off the shelf. I always tell people that getting the first order into retail is not the hard one. It's getting the second and third order into retail. That's the real hard one. And, and unless you have those, uh, you connect those dots right, um, it's uh, usually, I always say one and done, but you got to be careful because at retail, when you're one and done, you get that stuff back and that could really cripple your business model. That's, that absolutely makes sense. So I'm going to open up the the phone lines to the inventors, 888-327-0061. You can call in and ask ACOS any question you like, or you can email me, brian at gotinvention.com. I actually have a, an email that came in here, and they want to know where around the world you've pitched products besides the United States. Well, I've done it uh, in Germany. I've done a, uh, several years in Germany, which is a very interesting place to pitch products for the person asking the question because they, you're, you're performing in German um, and you have a translator in your ear. It's like being at the United Nations. They're translating live in your ear. and So you've got a director or producer in your ear. You're operating in a different language. There's a host next to you speaking entirely different language, and you're trying to do your presentation at the same time. So wow. Germany is one place I've done it. Wow. Japan, 
Japan is a tremendously interesting place to go pitch live um, because it's, there's a cultural differences. Um, I mean, I never forget one time uh, I was doing a primetime airing for a today's special value and uh, QVC in Japan, and, and the host came out in the primetime host, and he was literally yelling at the top of his lungs. I have to tell you, I almost, uh, I almost wet myself a little bit because it, it was a very shocking experience. Uh, Japan is a tremendous place. I've been there several times. Um, England, I go to England uh, almost every six weeks. Um, I'm in England at QVC in London. Um, big following over there. HSN, of course, I've been at HSN for, my gosh, over a decade. Uh, I was trying to think the other day how many dollars I've sold there, but it's probably in the billions. Um, in Canada, I've done some work in Canada also. Um, so those are the primary markets that I've uh, done a lot of work. There's my infomercials run, you know, successful infomercials that I've had have run all over the world in 32 different countries. It's uh, so for sort of the taped infomercial you see on television. But live, uh, you know, those countries. Okay. All right. We have Akos John Kira. You can take a look at My Cool Gadgets coming up in a couple of days. MyCoolGadgets.com. He's an international pitchman, inventor, and we're going to find out more with Akos when we come back on Got Invention Radio on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in internet talk. We'll be back with segment two in a moment. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. Do you have an idea or an invention and not sure what to do next? Take the first step and get your copy of the book, You and Your Big Ideas by Brian Freed. From protecting your idea to developing it and bringing your product to market, this handy resource guide is a must-have for every inventor, innovator, and entrepreneur. This book is all about you and your big ideas and bringing them to life. Only $10.95. Order now and also receive your free product evaluation kit with the book. Call now. High cholesterol is a ticking time bomb. Statistically, you or a family member needs to lower their cholesterol today. Besides diet and exercise, the best answer is Carderol, an all-natural dietary supplement that combines nine natural ingredients proven to lower cholesterol levels in just 30 days. Carderol is the complete solution. Visit Carderol.net to learn more and start your risk-free 30-day trial. Carderol is guaranteed to lower your cholesterol or your money back. That's Carderol.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net. Could your business use $10,000 to a half million dollars in cash flow to grow faster? Do you need money for things like purchasing inventory or advertising your business? If you do, call Merchant. Merchant offers a variety of working capital programs for your business. While banks have tightened up their criteria to give money to small businesses, Merchant is providing working capital to all types of businesses every day. They even have special programs that allow your business to purchase inventory or advertise with no money up front. Grow your business 
business today with up to a half million dollars in new cash flow in as little as seven days, only from Merchant. Call us right now for a free quote. 800-430-7570. 800-430-7570. Call us 24 hours a day for a free quote. 800-430-7570. 800-430-7570. Welcome back to God Invention Radio, presented by Inventors Digest. And now, here's your host, Brian Free. Welcome back to segment two of God Invention Radio. We have Akos Jonkura. I just want to make sure, Akos, because I know it's pronounced several different ways, but am I saying it Am I saying it okay? Well, you're close enough. It's Akos is right. It's Jenkura. Akos Jenkura. Jenkura. Yeah. Okay. always want to make sure I have that right, but, you know. Some people say it, right? I guess it comes out different uh, ways in different places, especially uh, where you've been. Host, I've had the best host in the world pronounce it wrong, and as long as the phone the phone lights up and people are on the call calling and ordering, I don't really care much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have a, a question to start off this segment with sure. Erla, uh, from Erla. She's asking, uh, she's really enjoying uh, your information. She's asking, which does ACOS enjoy more, creating the invention or selling it? That's a great question because I think it's connected. Oh, Mercedes. It's connected, I think, uh, you know, because the passion comes through when you're selling it. If you've been involved in the whole creation process, um, you become really passionate about it. I was just thinking, uh, Brian, if you go to uh, the hsn.com, one of the products for earlier there, one of the products that I did a couple days ago was a laundry sheet. So if you uh, search S2O, laundry sheets you'll see that's a product that i actually invented i own the patent pending on that working on the patent on that and i executed the delivery on tv and i think um i think it's the combination of both although i've had many products where i've invented the product and passed it off to somebody else who's done a great job at it and i've had products where i just love demonstrating it also but the magic really occurs when you've You've been involved in all the trials and tribulations and the lawyers' talks and the patent problems and the people who try to knock you off, and you just become so vested into that product. And when you get a chance to go in front of that red light and smile and deliver that message to the public, it's uh, there's nothing more thrilling than that. Absolutely. You know, and I, I can second that. I, I, I go on air on QVC, and I absolutely, it's it's like a natural high. It's unbelievable. Oh, you're right. Absolutely yeah, it's right. it's fun. So, um, now... When you're coming up like this, uh, laundry sheets, for example, for those that can't uh, go on the Internet, well, they're on the Internet listening to the show, but for those that aren't going to that right now or they're just listening, what makes those S2O laundry sheets so much different than what's out there already? It's funny that you say that because I, I walk down one of these, you know, I won't tell the name of the stores, but like you can imagine these big stores with the big parking lots, right? And as an inventor, I ask myself, you know, how much floor space do these big stores um, sort of take up with detergents and laundry soaps? And I was in the, this big store, and I go, oh, my gosh, these guys have four aisles dedicated to cleaning your clothes. And I thought, there's got to be money in that. And if you walk down that aisle, Brian, you see 
says, see, it's laundry soap. So let's imagine you're a man the first time, never done laundry before. You know, you've got the orange bottle, but the orange bottle, I guess you need that because you've seen everybody use that. And, of course, right. then there's the dark bottle for the darks, the light bottle for the lights. Then, of course, you come across the baby soap and you go, wait a minute, babies can't have chemicals. I guess the adults are okay. Babies are not okay. And then you go through this whole section of places like that have these pre-treating, spot-removing type of category. Like, oh, my gosh, I need this. And then there's the bleach. Of course, you need the bleach, too. And my favorite, when I really got me, Brian, was I picked up this bag of booster pellets made by the same company who made the laundry soap, and I'm thinking, huh, now they're selling me stuff to boost the laundry soap that they didn't make well enough in the first place. So I think, why don't I just make the laundry soap? So I thought, enough of all this madness. Why don't I take one sheet soaked in a certain chemistry of detergents and stuff that when you throw that sheet in to the wash you don't have to worry about darks and lights and whites and you don't have to care if it's what the fabric softener goes you don't have to worry about the stain removing just one sheet you one throw it in and you're done and of course as a man, I don't know if you've ever done laundry before, Brian, but I mean, how much do you put in? I mean, do you pour you know, a cup in, you pour half a cup, like it's right. on the floor, you're stepping on it. It's, you know, I thought, you know, enough of all that. So I came up with the concept many years ago of this laundry sheet. So then I real, I would never forget, I called my patent attorney and I said, you know, listen, can you look into this thing? I'm wondering if I could patent this, you know, delivery mechanism of a sheet with a liquid detergent delivered to the laundry. Could we patent that? And the guy called, first pass, he goes, Oh, Akos, seriously, there's no way that's going to be taken. That's gone. He called me back about an hour later. He says, Akos, I'm going to be telling my grandkids this. I can't believe it. It's available, and I've already started the process for you. We're going to do, put this patent pending. We're going to do everything we can to patent this. And, and I thought, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. It's available. The concept is available. And i got to tell you, all the inventors out there, it's one thing to think about the stuff, but almost every time you thought about it, you always come across to something that, oh, it's already taken or some form, right. you can't protect it. To find one that you actually can protect, I mean, talk about thrilling. Oh, my gosh, that S2O uh, laundry sheet, it was one of the most thrilling things. And by the way, if, you're, if you can't get to hsn.com, I, I was just thinking to myself, on YouTube, if you search my name, A-K-O-S-J-A-N-K-U-R-A, Akos Jankira, or I think my channel is A Jankira, I think I've got a friend of mine who archives almost every demonstration that I've done in most countries even, so you can see me in Germany and Japan and, and you know, all kinds of different places. So if you go there, you can, for the, for the question that was asked earlier, what countries do you go to, you can actually see video representation of me um, in different languages. Boy, that those uh, laundry sheets, I, I don't even do laundry and I feel relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to do laundry and I had to figure the whites and the blacks and this and that, you know. I, I got to tell you, great. Brian, one of my funniest things, my father said, you know, you know, son, be careful of laundry. Maybe it's a good idea to do one load really badly, then they'll never let you do it again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened to me when I got married. <laughs> I left it to my wife. Um, all right. Uh, we have a question that came in, uh, no inventor's name, but he's asking, who creates the models and designs for you? Is that something you do yourself, or do you have people that do it for you? How do you keep it fresh? Um, what I do is, is, as you get is, you know, as old and gray as I am, you know, you you get uh, you get lots of different vendors who do who specialize in different areas. For example, when it comes to plastics and uh, to things that need molds, we have a group of uh, trusted people that we really trust. I've been I've been dealing I've been dealing with a woman named Ginger. And my gosh, uh, I was just talking. I'm thinking to myself, I've known her for 25 years. I trust her. I can give her an idea. I know it's not going to get knocked off. I know the process all the way to the end is mine because she benefits from it. I benefit from it. So we have trusted relationships. When it comes to chemicals, 
I have a you know a group of um, people who specialize in that. In fact, and um, I uh, do some work in Canada. I've got a group of uh, PhDs up there who take my crazy concepts, and I walk in there and they look at me and goes, "Oh my gosh, here comes Zekas with a crazy concept." But they work with me and they trust me, and uh, we've come up with some great uh, solutions for problems. So I guess Brian, it's uh, it, it, you you develop a you know a group of it's i guess i can it's like when you're going to a restaurant right you you end up trusting three or four good ones and you keep going back there and uh, i guess when you're an inventor you have those vendors that you just are they've been partners with they've been with you in successful ones they've been with you when you failed it's like uh one of the things i always say you know we win together we fail together but we we kind of all stay together right and you keep going yeah, absolutely. I noticed on your bio that you're uh, you have a background in in being a chemist or scientist. Yeah, I studied at the University of Toronto. Um, funny thing, uh, I was uh, I was in chemistry and biochemistry. Uh, I graduated with that degree, and I, I loved micro things. I worked on electron microscopes, and uh, I loved seeing things. I never forget the first time I ever saw a DNA helix under a electron microscope of something I had stained, and I'd successfully stained it so I could see it. It was one of the most thrilling events of my life when I saw, you know, life um, in that level. Right. So ever since then, I got really interested in how things work, and and um, you know, you you start uh, you start looking for solutions for problems based on kind of your experiences you had when you were in university. Oh, so it's very interesting. So I guess this is how you started to, which is what they call tinkering with uh, with these yeah. laundry sheets. Actually, I'll, I'll go back. There's a history on that because I went back. People who know me know me from Stains Are Out. Um, I came up with a banana oil formula. I had a great-grandmother, and my background's Transylvanian, and never forget we were at my great-grandmother's in the heart of Transylvania. I'd, gosh, it's got to go back to the 70s. And and she used to make these great plum homemade donuts. Brian, can you imagine coming out of the fryer, sprinkled in sugar, and there's a whole plum inside. And I think my dad and I finished off like a 50 of them at the sitting. And I bit into one, and it squirted out, the liquid plum squirted out and fell onto this 100-year-old carpet. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And I started to try to clean it. And as I was cleaning it, I was spreading this purple goop everywhere. And I was just destroying the carpet. My great-grandmother ran in, and she grabbed the banana peel. She peeled the banana peel, and she started rubbing the stain with this banana peel. I'm going, what the heck? She's crazy. I mean, how the heck's going to be? She got the stain out. Wow. And, se- and several years later, I grew up in university, and I was sitting in front of uh, one of my lectures, and the professor's talking about isolamyl acetate, and he goes, oh, by the way, that's the stuff that's in a banana peel. It's banana oil. I'm like, oh, my gosh, my great-grandmother, my great-grandmother in Transylvania, had figured this out already. So then I started researching that. We came up with a great stain remover. That base was based on banana oil, and we had sold millions and millions of bottles of it. And so the S2O line, I always sort of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, S2O kind of line kind of means like stains out second generation. I also needed a name that translated well because of my international trans- uh, travel. Stains are out. didn't translate in German very well. didn't translate in Japanese at all. So I came up with kind of a symbol like H2O, S2O, and that became sort of the second generation of the Stains Rail line. Wow. Very, very interesting. Well, uh, I'm getting uh, emails coming in that uh, you're such a diverse guest. Uh, they're so happy that they're listening. They're good stuff. So uh, in the next segment, of course, if it's okay, we'd like to kind of take the inventor through the process the way you would sure. when you come up with an idea. And we'll Perfect. talk about 
you know, just that idea, whether it's on the napkin or in your mind and how you develop it and bring it out. And then, you know, the route that uh, from manufacturing to licensing, because I know you I know you've been involved and you understand that very well. And then uh, just the experience of, of being on air, what it takes for an inventor uh, to get on air. So sure. love to uh, get into that with you. And those are the questions that are coming in from the inventors. So keep them coming in, and uh, we'll keep the phone lines open. I know we have a couple of uh, callers on the line, so we'll get them in the next segment. Uh, the number, again, is 888-327-0061. Or you can continue to email me, brian at gotinvention.com. We will be back with Ecos Gencura, international pitchman, inventor, chemist, scientist, and much more. So we'll be back on Got Invention Radio on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Stay tuned for segment three. If you're a business owner like me, whether you own a small shop or a large corporation, when it comes to building a new facility, you know it, the process can be overwhelming. And if you're concerned about getting the building you need on a limited budget, you call Anthem Steel for a pre-engineered steel building. Look around and you'll see that more and more businesses, churches, and schools are using steel buildings to save time and money. For as little as $20,000, you can buy a 40 by 60 foot building from Anthem Steel. Anthem Steel has a high quality solution for almost any size building you need. Churches, schools, or gymnasiums. So call us right now for a free quote. 800-603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. Even for manufacturing, warehousing, or retail buildings, you know it. You can call Anthem Steel right now for a free quote. 800-603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. When did men lose their way? Was it Hollywood portraying us as wimps? Is it the daytime serials where we're on our hands and knees begging for affection from women? Is it all the talk shows telling us women want a sensitive guy or a macho man? Well, guy, how does it feel to spend $200 on a couple of dates and never hear from the girl again? Doc Loves the System can change all that. 35-plus years of Doc Loves life has been devoted to a simple question posed to over 10,000 women. Why do you choose to stay with one guy versus another? Doc Loves the System is a realistic approach to dating written just for men. Visit DocLove.com today. That's DocLove.com today for more about the system. It's time to reclaim your manhood. DocLove.com. The system will change your life. We all need to work on a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll. And if we lack a healthy plan and activities, it's even harder to be fit. To make it easier for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach fitness goals, Better Bodies by Chemistry and the Gina Aliotti Fitness Network have joined together to work for you. Better Bodies by Chemistry is here to provide vitamins and supplements to support and improve your health at a great value. And Gina Aliotti's Fitness Network provides the tools and a fitness environment where women can inspire each other to reach goals. With their help, you can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic, no matter what your life encompasses. Joining the Gina Aliotti Fitness Network assures that you will never be alone in your fitness journey. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry's products, you are assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at GinaAliotti.com and BetterBodiesByChemistry.com. 
That's GinaAlioti.com and BetterBodiesByChemistry.com. Welcome back to God Invention Radio, presented by Inventors Digest. And now, here's your host, Brian Free. Welcome back to Segment 3 of God Invention Radio. We have a special guest tonight, Ekos Jankura. Thank you for joining us. I know you did, a, I think it was a 32-hour-plus uh, round on HSN just a couple hours ago. I think you got a few hours sleep, but thank you again for joining us. Well, it's my pleasure. Okay, great. And uh, I'd like to just make a couple of quick announcements. We have Jen Lawler from the United Inventors Association. Would you like to make a quick announcement, Jen? Hey, Brian. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for joining us for the moment. And uh, I know you'd like to say something to the listeners out there. I do. I just wanted to tell everybody to uh, mark their calendars for January 26th. Uh, I know you've heard me talk about the Spree Show before. And Spree is the, uh, the premier event for the cart and kiosk industry. Uh, and it's, it's really a hidden gem for inventors. But they're going to be hosting a webinar on January 26th at 1 p.m. Uh, it's going to be free. And it will give you the opportunity to listen in and really get to understand why uh, this industry is such a great place for inventors and and how they can go about getting involved in it. So um, I just wanted to let everybody know that. And then we're also doing the Spree Show in April, the 3rd through the 5th. So if anyone wants to exhibit, they can. Thank you so much. And where can they go to get more information, Jen? The best place to go is the UIA website, www.uiausa.org. Okay. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, United Inventors Association, for uh, being a sponsor of our show. Okay. Thank you, Jen. All right. Uh, ACOS, we wanted to get into being uh, the putting the inventor cap on and going through the process. And uh, before we do, if you don't mind, we'll just take uh, one of the listeners' calls. We have Brian. Uh, Welcome to the show. You have a question for Ecos? Well, I'm a little ahead of the game. Let's say, let's say you've got the invention and uh, you've developed it. What would be uh, your choice, cost-effective way to uh, have the invention promoted and get it out there without spending a fortune? First thing I would do is it's, it's a two, I would do two steps. First of all, what I would do is I would test the invention sort of um, popularity and test how people respond to it, I would probably go into a trade show. I'd pick a consumer show, uh, one that was um, sort of specialized in your area. For example, one of my first inventions was a fire starter. I call it survival steel. You can see it on survivalsteel.com. And the first thing I did with that invention was it was a piece of cerium. It was a piece of metal, and I went to hunting, fishing shows. Um, you can, for a gun show, you can go in there for 50 bucks, get on a table, and, and you've got hundreds of people walking around, and you get to interact with them. You get to show it to them. You get to say to yourself, hey, this is uh, – and they teach you. The people who look at you and see your invention, they teach you things that you didn't know before. And, of course, that gives you – starts laying down the foundation of your next step. So from maybe a gun show, it goes into a bigger show, like a – like a sports show, and then from there you might say to yourself, okay, now i got the pitch down. Maybe we can uh, do a little bit of a, maybe a direct response piece. Maybe we do on a smaller price item, we might do a, a one- or a two-minute commercial for television, or if it's a more expensive item, we might consider a 28-minute commercial. Um, I've done many of those. I've written many of those. And so you take it to the next step. That's kind of the way I do it. And, of course, once you're on television, um, you start developing a retail footprint because um, you kind of, 
pushing the product into the market, and then retailers start popping up, and you get some reps, and you put it out in the retail world. And, of course, then it starts propagating itself. But if you don't want to spend too much money and you want to start promoting it, I can't think of anything more cost-effective than your passion and your invention in front of people. Find yourself a, uh, a economically priced trade show that specifically targets that audience and just start the ball rolling. Okay. Thank you, Brian, for your question. Okay. I have one follow-up question. Sure. Go ahead. If we're ready to jump into the uh, the, the direct uh, marketing, what kind of a chunk of uh, change do we need uh, to be thinking about to, to do something I, like that? I get that question all the time because uh, I'm involved in, an inf you know, I produce infomercials all the time. Um, I get that question from many, many inventors, and I always sort of, you can do it inexpensively and you can do it expensively. My kind of, I always say it's a joke, but it's not really a joke. I always ask the inventor, how many helicopter shots do you want and how many supermodels do you want to appear? Because these things really do affect the cost of your production. Infomercials can be as low cost as an interview style, a couple cameras and a desk type of format, or it can be as as extensive as some of the fitness ones that you see that are done for several hundred thousand dollars up to millions of dollars to shoot. It really depends on the product, and it depends on, um, um, I guess, the, the producer or the executive producer who's coming up with the creative concepts to get those messages across, because you can get good creative concepts across um, economically, but, you know, things like fitness, you still need pretty people, you still need, you know, good-looking people, you still need models, you still need big gyms, you need a big shoot. So it depends on the product, uh, really, um, to answer that question properly. You will have to have an understanding of what the product is and, and who you're targeting. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again, Brian. Thank you for calling. Uh, to follow up on that question, Mary, uh, one of our listeners, is asking how much do you charge to be a, a pitch person? I'm a little bit unique. Um, I like a little skin in the game. Um, I've, earlier in my life, I used to charge quite a bit. Um, I used to do a day rate. Um, and the day rate wasn't cheap. I've, you know, it could be as high as 50000 a day. Um, but now, as I get a little older and my bandwidth, you know, and I, you know, you know as I, I take on less projects, I like to do it as a percentage. I actually work on a percentage. Um, I'll give you my personal percentage on live shopping is typically about 6% of the wholesale price. So if the vendor has sold the product into the live shopping channel, say, for $10, then I will charge $0.60 cents per unit. Um, and I like the commission model because when I wake up in the morning, I have my goals and objectives. The vendor has my full heart and participation in it because I'm really concerned about selling everything. It really focuses me on the presentation. It really focuses me on the pitch development because it's for me it's um it's like a game. It's like winning. It's like coming up with the best presentation possible. And I think the best pitchmen that I know, you'll find that they're kind of slant that way. People who are kind of new in the business, they're looking for you know, several thousand dollars a day, or they're looking for sort of the day rate. I I tend to go the other way. I like to I like I like I like to have that vendor have my full attention, and the best way to do that is give me a, a percentage of what's going on. Okay, I have another question from Marty from California. Um, I don't know. They're asking, uh, is it necessary to have a pitchman uh, represent a product, or should they do it themselves, or how do they find one? 
Well, it, it depends on the person, right? I mean, some of the best pitchmen are the product inventors. I mean, because who's more passionate, who's more caring, who's more has more skin in the game, whose mortgage is on the line than the person who's uh, invented the product. However, I'm saying that, you still have to have good camera presence. Um, that sort of thing comes with experience. I know, Brian, you mentioned that you've been on the camera yourself. You know that as the more and more you do it, the better and better you get. Um, you're t it's like a, being a comedian. Uh, I guess the best thing I can tell you is this. If you're a really seasoned comedian, um, they're kind of funny all the time. But I'm sure that comedian, early in their lives, when they were learning the jokes and delivering the jokes, they weren't that funny. And I guess it comes with being relaxed and experienced. So there's a, it's like two lines crossing. The, a lot of times the inventor can be the best spokesperson, especially if they have good camera presence and they're relaxed in front of the camera and they like doing that. And on the other hand, the seasoned pitchman has a lot of experience and has many years in front of the camera and knows what to expect. It's very hard to trip up that person because they've had a lot of experience and they've tripped up a couple times. So I guess it's um, those two roads crossing, Brian, as long as uh, the person, and I've met very many inventors who would do great in front of the camera, and I've met very many inventors who I wouldn't put in front of the camera. Okay. That makes sense. So, Akos, now that we, we understand where you've uh, been and what you're up to, so when you come up with an idea, what's the first thing that you do? The first thing I do is I ask myself the question, is it protectable? Is it something that isn't easily knocked off? Can I get a patent? Can I trademark the trademark properly? Can I get the URL? I'll give you an example. One of my first inventions was survival steel. I did that probably over 20, 25 years ago now. And survivalsteel.com, if people want to go take a look at it, they can see what it is. And what I did is that particular product is hard to protect because it was a blend of metal. So it's a, it's a, it's a it's describe it. It's a rod. It's like a pencil, half a pencil, and it's made from a blend of metal. And that metal has many elements in it that when you strike that metal with a knife or something with an edge, it throws a tremendous spark. And it was a fire starter. Basically, it was designed as a fire starter. So how can you protect it? Well, in that particular blend of metal, I guess with a proper analysis, people could copy it and could come up with other products similar. And if the product becomes really successful, that becomes a real problem because the American, you know, American entrepreneurism is that, you know, there's always going to be two or three or four car companies. Just because somebody invented a car, someone's going to try and make it better. So you've got to be able to protect it. So that's number one. Number two is the name good. Like, can you trademark the name? In my case, Survival Steel became my trademarkable name. And can you get the, can you get the website? Can you get the URL? You don't want to be building somebody else's brand. So you've got to really focus on the brand issues. So that's the first hurdle. That doesn't mean it's going to sell. That doesn't mean it's a great idea. But at least you can get started. And then what I do with it, the same advice I gave the, the uh, question person earlier, is then I try to put it in front of people. Can I sell it? I mean, what do I have to do to sell it? What catches their attention? Survival steel? What I learned, it caught their attention that the thing worked soaking wet. I could pull it out of a fish tank, and I could light a fire with it. It caught their attention that it worked frozen solid. As I was in front of people demonstrating, I learned that lighters don't work until they're 30, under 32 degrees. So you get the pitch down. And then, of course, it evolves from there. Okay. We'll continue with uh, segment four. We have... Akos on the line with us, uh, giving us some great information and insight. 
Thank you for the listeners calling and emailing in. Keep it coming. 888-327-0061. We'll be back on Got Invention Radio in a moment, segment four. High cholesterol is a ticking time bomb. Statistically, you or a family member needs to lower their cholesterol today. Besides diet and exercise, the best answer is Carderol, an all-natural dietary supplement that combines nine natural ingredients proven to lower cholesterol levels in just 30 days. Carderol is the complete solution. Visit Carderol.net to learn more and start your risk-free 30-day trial. Carderol is guaranteed to lower your cholesterol or your money back. That's Carderol.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick, no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800 800- 8148880800814518888 Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store. BlackBerry, or Android Market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. Welcome back to God Invention Radio, presented by Inventors Digest. And now, here's your host, Brian Free. Welcome back to segment four. It goes very quickly on God Invention Radio. We have Ekos Jankura on, on the uh, show with us. He's the international pitchman, chemist, uh, and uh, he's an inventor. He has all different products on HSN and all over the world. He goes on and represents products. And we've been getting some very interesting questions from the inventors and phone calls. Thank you, everybody. Just want to make uh, one quick announcement. Thank our sponsors, of course, Inventors Digest magazine. If you're not already a subscriber, please go to any of the Got Invention pages. Click on the banner. 
for Inventors Digest and you'll receive 33% off the cover price and visit InventorsDigest.com often. Of course, go on to United Inventors Association, UIAUSA.org. Jen Lawler was on before. QuickPatents.com, China to West. Thank you for your support. And by the way, if you're not a subscriber to the newsletter, on the front of Got Invention, please put your email address in, hit submit, and we'll keep you posted on upcoming shows. We have uh, QVC is going to be on our show introducing a new uh, program. Can you believe we got Ron Papil? He's going to be on our show March 1st and uh, and many others. Take a look at the upcoming guest list uh, of Got Invention Radio. But tonight we have a special guest, Ecos. Welcome back to the show for segment four. And uh, we were talking about you going through the process. One important part, part that I'd like to just kind of put a, a stop there and discuss is the prototype. When is it at, at what point do you get involved and start doing prototyping? And do you make a homemade one? Do you make a fancy one? What do well, you do? I got, I got it tied. Let's, let's, let's focus on, say, something that's made of plastic or something that requires a mold. Many times we would um, come up with a concept. I usually make, do a drawing of some sort. Many times we've made homemade uh, samples, but these homemade samples are really just to get the, pro- the point across to the people who are ultimately making you your first sample. So um, I, I personally use people in the Orient uh, for this process. Um, I would uh, do drawings for them. I would draw, draw it, and I would spend a lot of time on Skype, for example, going over concepts with them. And then um, usually it involves some sort of a, um, uh, a fee to get the first uh, prototype models out, uh, you know, the mold charges. Those guys try to do things inexpensively at first before you get into the mass production molds, and uh, you start getting back samples. And then you start working with the samples, and almost all the time samples need to be tweaked and need to be modified. They don't quite work right. Um, and then you sort of work towards a final sample, which then becomes a uh, full-fledged mold. Okay. And where do you really? Where does an inventor go and find somebody to help you in in uh, in this part of the the process? What did you do, Akos? Well, I um, you develop relationships long term. There are many good companies. I went to. I guess I went to Hong Kong. I went to the um, uh, in April and and in October. There's great um, trade shows in Hong Kong. I went to the Hong Kong Convention Center where I met many of these people who facilitate this process. You have to be very careful who you're dealing with. I did. I did um, sort of interview them, and I word of mouth. I I have colleagues in the industry who I've met in green rooms at shopping channels, and I ask the question. You just asked me, hey, who do you use? And you sort of get to know a few people, and then you try them out, and you have good good experiences, not so good experiences, and in the end, you sort of work out um, some uh, relationships. Absolutely. Um, I I I mean, I'm sure you have your uh, people you recommend. I have my people I recommend, but. I guess that's why you get to hire a consultant. You can hire a consultant sometimes. I mean, people uh, are out there who will help you, um, who already have these relationships, who help you develop these products through to fruition. Absolutely. And that's a good idea, too. You know, and, and, Akos, what better way than inventor groups? I'll tell you, yeah. in my inventor group in Suffolk County, we have over 1,000 members, and, uh, and it's just such a great networking experience. As a matter of fact, um, one of a, a couple of our listeners, Bob and Man- Manuel, thank you very much, and because they just started an inventors club in the South Bay area of Los Angeles. Uh, their first meeting is tomorrow. If you wow. want to find out more information, the phone number is 562-305-8034. Uh, Bob and Manuel, it seemed appropriate. We're just talking about how to find uh, 
uh, and network and get information like this. And, and what better way than inventors clubs, right? That's a, gr- that's a great, great idea. Another place that I go to, Brian, is Facebook. You go on Facebook. In fact, um, I have a page called The Solutionist, Solution I-S-T, The Solutionist. I think I have, there's about 1,300 type of inventors on there right now who I constantly get questions. And one of the great things about Facebook is you can actually sort of sort of peek in over the shoulder of some of the questions that are being asked if you scroll down. And you learn. I mean, you're out there hunting and learning and trying to develop these relationships and trying to form a path for yourself. Absolutely. We have another question. Oh, this is from an active listener. Alex, how do you get into retail space besides getting a booth at trade shows? Um, have a great product. Um, have something that is unique in the marketplace that that uh, addresses a great need. Um, uh, Aubra, for one, one was a great one for us. So we managed to. Uh, um, I worked with a great team, Rhonda Shear. That group, uh, Rhonda Shear and Shear Enterprises, is one of the most awesome groups I've ever worked with. I work with a. Uh, I call it. I always say it takes a village to make something work really well, and uh, they're part of our village. And I have a group in Canada called TMG TV Inc. And uh, they had a bunch of contacts and. Rhonda came up with this awesome bra called the Abra, and it really struck a chord. And every retail buyer, when they saw it, they really wanted it. And as a result, you can find them in almost every store in the States now. So if you have a great product that really has a, addresses a great need, the buyer um, who's looking at it can address that, and they, they like it, and they react. And they usually give you a test. I remember the Abra started off as a small test, and then the test results were so good that they rolled it out to the nation. Very interesting. What do you think was the the biggest moment, or what is it that's really changed your life in in this whole invention process between either being an inventor or or representing products? There's nothing like the success, Brian, that changes your life. I mean, I got every inventor that I meet, um, I always let them know that you know the chances of success are usually one in twelve, one in fourteen. If you're hooked up with someone who's been down the path before, you could maybe favor the odds to maybe one in five, one in six. But, you know, you work so hard and you're so passionate because I know these inventors, they're like, you know, I've been there myself and you want it to work and and you have so many, you know, one failure after another and all of a sudden one has a little bit of light. And once you see that light and once it starts to go, oh my gosh, I encourage every inventor out there, stick with it because when you hit one, it's just will change your life. It's just an amazing feeling that, like you said, that passion that somebody else is using the product that you came up with, and it's just unbelievable. It's that, that feeling, that experience. And i, I got I to tell you when you know you're there. Yesterday, I was on, or day before yesterday, I was on HSN, and a caller called in. Late in the show, I had like 40,000 sold for the day, and I had to get to 50,000. And a woman called, had been using my product for a year and a half, and to hear her voice tell me what a great, experience she's had with the laundry sheets, how it changed her life and changed the way she did laundry. i got to tell you something. If you look at the video, I think it's on hsn.com, I was speechless. In fact, I even said I was humbled. It really humbles you to hear other people's lives be affected by your um, contribution. And and you have to keep going. Like you said, if, if one doesn't work, go to the next one. Just keep yep. keep moving forward. So we have about uh, a minute or so left. Because any final words? I know you've given some great ones. Any last uh, final words for the inventors listening? Keep going. Keep going. Keep working at it. Don't give up. There's so many naysayers out there, people who have better ideas and people who have told you that, oh, I've seen this before. 
Every time I hear somebody say, I've seen this before, I think to myself, I have a great product. It's like one of those songs, the greatest songs ever written, were the ones where people said, I think I've heard this before. <laughs> and just keep going. That's very important. Sounds good. So, uh, again, you have MyCoolGadgets.com, which uh, should be up in a, in a couple of days. Yep. We can keep can, an eye on you on HSN, uh, QVC. HSN. On Facebook, you can go to The Solutionist page. Um, you can I, I, I go by The Solutionist. They cost The Solutionist sometimes, and uh, I offer uh, solutions for people's uh, problems, I guess. And you can go there. On YouTube, you can see me on ACOS Jankira or Ajankira, the channel. You can see us there. And, of course, uh, if you Google the name ACOS Jankira, I'm sure you'll come up with many ways to reach out to us. Fantastic. When are you going to be on next? Uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. on HSN. HSN. And uh, you're going to be in the States for a while? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I'm here all, all, like, all of January. I'm in the States. Fantastic. ACOS, thank you so much for joining us. It was a real pleasure. You could take a look at uh, go on hsn.com, put in the S2O laundry sheets. You could see them from just this morning or yesterday morning. Ecos, thank you again for joining us. You're welcome, and thanks all. Thank you. Ecos Jankura, international pitchman on Got Invention Radio. Listeners, have a great night. Thank you for joining us. Till next week, we'll speak again. Keep on inventing. Good night. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 800- 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 833 0111. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. 
Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com. That's www.vinvillage.com. Vin Village is where wine lovers connect. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.